what was that other song right here right now? Is it uh, Tears Jesus for Jones. Fears? Jesus it, Jones? Yeah, it was Jesus Jones. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Are you positive? I'm going to have to look that up. Pretty sure. You're right. It is Jesus Jones. Old Jesus. How was, why would I ever doubt you? Why? And your music knowledge. Why on earth? Does it feel weird recording on a Thursday? Not really. All no. the days seem like the same goddamn day to me. Well, we're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Groundhog Day every day. <laughs> Are you ready to play the bumper? Should I play the bumper now? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Hello, friends. It's Secretly Timid. It's me. It's Megs. And I'm here with John. Hello. It's just the two of us. And we can make it if we try. If we keep trying, I'm pretty sure (laughs) one day we will. But I don't know what it is. So we'll just have to hang on and find out. We have a featured song. We do. The song is called It Should Have Been Fun by Pip Blom. And if you're asking, who's Pip Blom? It is a 24-year-old Amsterdam-based band. Or or, I don't know if it's a band or not. I guess it's a person. 24-year-old. Let me, okay, reset. Start over. Start over. Forget I said that because I'm not going to edit this out. I've already forgotten. 24-year-old Amsterdam-based Pip Blom started writing, recording, and releasing her own indie pop tunes with a twist in 2016. Early songs, which were simply uploaded to the internet, quickly amassed thousands and thousands of plays, prompting Pip to record or to recruit a band and start playing them live. And stepbrother Tinder Blom... Okay, so we got one kid named Pip, the other one named Tinder. Just want to, just for the record, on backing vocals and guitar, Derek Merks on on bass and Ginny Cameron on drums, with Pip Pip herself fronting on guitar, on vocals. Since the since comma, the band have played hundreds of gigs, rising from small pubs to the European festival circuit, and for example, perform and for example, performance at Glastonbury and Lollapalooza. So enjoy. What uh? What is the twist? Do you imagine? Um, I don't know. We listened to it. There's a little, a uh, little, a little uh, reminiscence of loud, soft, loud, or is it soft, loud, soft? Mirror Sonic Youth, not Sonic Youth. Um, oh my God, Chris Mosley. I'm sorry. The Pixies. Mm-hmm. Loud. Is it loud, soft, loud, or soft, loud, soft? Like soft during the yeah, and then loud during the loud, chorus, and then soft, soft again. Um, kind of like your love making. You like it soft, then loud, then soft. Well, not always. So gross. I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, just with you, John. I don't know if that's a twist, but... Um, the twist! <laughs> <laughs> it's like M. Night Shamalanga. <laughs> Gotta be a twist! <laughs> I, feel, uh, I feel like there's a future for me in writing those. Yes, please do. I really, I don't know how to break into that market, but if uh, anyone out there does know, um, please send me a, an email to cellosister at gmail.com because 
I would oh, like we got know. a Gmail now. I thought it was a Hotmail. I also have a Hotmail. Oh. Yeah. So I think I also have a Yahoo one, but I never used it. You got it. all of them. Is Yahoo even around anymore? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, girl. Yes. It is, in fact. So I uh, had to take a couple days off of work this week. Because I sustained an old woman injury. <laughs> uh, I woke up on Saturday and got out of bed. And like sometimes when you get out of bed, you have like a like a sharp pain just because you got out too quickly. And then it the muscle resolves itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but that didn't happen. It just kept getting worse. Um, and then I couldn't stand up. That's not good at all. No, it was bad. It was bad. Uh, this has never happened to me before. So I was alarmed. Um, but still chose to do absolutely nothing about it. I just laid around on the couch and watched television and used it as an excuse not to empty the dishwasher and vacuum. Walk the dog. I can't walk her right now, remember? Yeah. But uh, so until I was persuaded to go um, to this uh uh, orthopedic urgent care in South Lake. They were very nice. Uh, the PA that I saw was probably 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they fucking like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't accept, expect them to do anything magical. Like I didn't expect to go in there in pain and then walk out without pain. Um, I guess, I guess what I was wanting was for them to say, uh, oh, that's a bummer, um, but it'll go away eventually, so don't worry about it. I think I would have been satisfied with that. But they gave me a Toradol shot, which is very deep into your muscle, which I didn't enjoy. And then um, they gave me a prescription for muscle relaxers. And then also... Kind of like, he was like, Emma, I'm going to give you this brace. So this other woman comes in. I don't know if she's a medical assistant or what. And she gives she gives me the shot, and then she gives me this, like, back brace. Um, and she's like, try to put it on. And so I, I did, and it was cumbersome and basically worthless. Yeah, yeah I noticed you're not wearing your brace right now. No. No. Why aren't you wearing your brace? Because it feels like I'm wearing a donut and it doesn't make me feel better. I know, but maybe it's one of those things where it has to, over time, it'll make you feel better. Well, I don't like those kinds of things. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so I just thought, like, like, I wish that I had said no thank you to the brace. They it didn't cost me anything uh, directly, but they billed insurance $500 for this piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, that's why you should wear your goddamn brace. If the doctor said wear your brace... The for... doctor... First of all, he's not a doctor. He's a PA. The PA, Second still. He's all, more knowledgeable than you. No, sure he You're is. You're the one who got yourself into this mess. That's true. But I don't even know how. It sometimes... Well, I thought you said uh, off mic that you... 
think it might have been an exercise. I suspect it was the rowing machine. Because you don't do any sort of warm-ups. By the way, everyone, I'm using the rowing machine, so stop asking me if you can have it or borrow it or buy it. What does a rowing machine really do? It's just a back workout, right? Really? No, it's an everything workout. Really? It's a rowing. Use your legs to push back, and then there's a flywheel that you pull back, and it works. So you probably really then should have done a whole body warm up before rowing. Well, I thought that uh, preparation for exercise and stretching was was a scam. (laughs) (laughs) What do they get? Why are they scamming you? I don't know, but just because I don't know doesn't mean that somebody's not getting something out of it. You need there. There are so many free videos on YouTube. Before next time, before you row, once your back's back to normal, mm-hmm. you need to do like a five minute warm up. Not even five minute, two minute warm up. Okay. Like we used to do in gym class. Yeah. Literally just jumping jacks, lifting your arms, lifting your legs, stretching, doing a couple of these, like rotating. Does it do your, anything? Yes. It okay. warms your All muscles right. up. All right. I'll try. You can't just like. I'll try it. I mean, I'm trying to think of a good comparison, or not a comparison, like like you would take, well, I guess you could take a fast car from like zero to 100. Okay, with anal sex, you can't just plunge the penis in there. That is you true. You have to That's warm true. it up, or you're going to end up with a lot of serious damage. That's an analogy that yeah. I can get behind. So. Wink. <laughs> Uh, so I took a muscle relaxer. Um, it, I don't feel like it relaxed my muscles. It just put me to sleep. And then I was angry when I woke up from a nap because I'd wasted my entire day. So it just relaxers. Don't people get addicted to those? Uh, I don't know, but I'm not going to be one of those people. What was the actor that was on? Uh, let's see. He was in Greece and then he was like the sidekick on that 80s sitcom. Charles in charge. He had Buddy something. Yeah, didn't he? I don't know if that was his real name or his. Didn't he die from like a drug overdose? I know he had like serious back problems from some injury he had on the grease set We're that was never resolved. Too deep into pop culture here. I'm out of my uh, out of my wheelhouse. Um, yeah, but no, it sucked. I was I wasted my entire Tuesday. I don't think of it as a waste. It was a waste. I woke Man, up angry. You need to. You need. You need some zen in your life. Mm. No yeah, that could is, be. No time is wasted. When did you become a <laughs> uh, glasses half full kind of fella? Uh, you know, lately I've been working with people that are like glass half empty, and it's made me glass it half bums full. You out. Yeah. Okay. In fact, I had to in, in a meeting this morning i had to like not fully flip out but really say okay we need to pick a new (laughs) new subject because i was starting to get like really annoyed (laughs) what was the subject uh not to go into any specifics but basically one person was complaining another person was giving them suggestions to like fix the thing and then the other people were like no that won't work we've done that before that sounds like my job every day yeah and it was like just (laughs) a row it was like they were going around in circles and so finally i was like okay guys we need to pick a new subject here because nothing is being resolved were you running the meeting? No, I was not. Oh. At, at that point, I was I was keeping my mouth shut until I couldn't keep it shut anymore. Yeah, it sounds like you need a, a good uh, group leader. Um, yeah, we don't have one of those right now. Because upper management thought, this team here, they don't need a, me- a leader. <laughs> they can just well, do it was, alone. That was very sweet of them, but they were wrong. <laughs> they were wrong. 
Um, because now everybody's saying, you do the leader. And we're like, no, we don't want not the leader. You, you be the leader. So, you know, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> uh, you have some uh, casino update. Oh, I do. I need to do the bumper first, though. A oh, is it time on, already? It's a full-on explanation of why we did not record last week. I'm sorry. I should have put a thingy on Facebook, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, I My bad. But, I mean, you guys, if you've been here this long, you know what to expect from us, which is not a whole lot. We Let's may be have honest. almost gotten a new customer and then they were dissatisfied yeah. and like they haven't quit. updated in a week. They well, left the store. They're not serious podcasters. They're not serious podcasters. They don't even have advertisements. <laughs> they're not talking about how great magic spoon is. Magic spoon. You know when you list all the podcasts and they all have like the same advertisers so they're all talking about the same bullshit? Fuck, man. I love Magic Spoon. I eat it every morning. Do you remember that fucking um, uh, Up and Vanished podcast? Um, That dickhead in Atlanta. I fucking hate that guy. Uh, His voice is just... Was was he the one he... The the podcast was for the, the, the teacher? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I thought he sounded kind of cute, actually. Uh, well, he is kind of like basic bitch boy cute. My kind of cute, I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, he kept having this uh, me undies commercial. Oh yeah. And so, anytime I see that advertisement, I it pushes me in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. So. I won't be buying any of those, so fuck you. Actually, I have two pair of MeUndies, and they're actually pretty good. Um, the, have you seen the the new... God damn it. What, what is that beeping outside? It's a car alarm. Why are there so no one random attention noise? To. This is why I want to work in the office, because I get so distracted during the day trying to work here. Mm-hmm. I swear, every fucking day... They are mowing the grass every day. They're mowing the grass. I don't know why, but there's either a leaf blower or a lawnmower going every single fucking day. I hate that they keep up the grounds at my apartment Not complex. Not every day, though. You don't have to do it every day. Well, they're doing something different every day, maybe. And there's also this th- this program called Coffee and Cars. Are you aware of this? No. This is where old people that have fancy cars go to coffee shops. They park their cars back, they back into the parking spaces all next to each other. They get coffee and they talk about their cars. And so that would happen once a week too. I'd watch them and be like, same men, same cars. <laughs> there they are. They open up the hood. They talk about the engine. They talk about the other stuff. It's so weird. I don't understand these people. But, you know, I guess we can all have hobbies and interests and likes but. man uh when joel and i were dating anytime when he had that fucking stupid mustang that, oh yeah any, <laughs> anytime we would stop at like like the grocery store or a gas station some like bro would come up and be like oh hey and want to talk about his car and they'd stand there and fucking he's like i hate that I hate that everybody wants to talk. I'm like, no, you don't. If you, you hated it. it, you wouldn't drive this stupid fucking car. Yeah, it makes you twitch a little. Yeah, but it's, it's, uh, there's a whole culture of, uh, attention seeking people out there with, that are, 
commanding attention with their cars. I'm, and not all of them are douchebags, apparently, mm-hmm. because Joel's not. Well, I remember one of the first times I went over to your house, oh, you were late, and I was pissed. Mm-hmm. And then you rolled up in that Mustang, and I just started laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was so ashamed. <laughs> I was hoping that we would get there first, and he could just drop me off. But it works. So I wasn't mad anymore. Okay, so y'all, <laughs> let me let me humor you. I, there's a lot of stories from the casino that I've got to share. Um, so there is in poker there are, are traveling tournament series, and one of them is the World Poker Tour. And if you ever seen televised poker, you've either probably watched the World Series of Poker or the, or the World Poker Tour. Um, they have them all the time. Like NBC Southwest, I think, is airing World Poker Tour all the fucking time. So their uh, most latest stop was at Choctaw Casino, where they have a series of smaller tournaments and then like the main event, which is like the, I think it's like $3,700. You know, it's a multi-day tournament. The top prize is usually almost a million dollars or more. But they have a bunch of smaller tournaments around there too. And so... uh one of my poker buddies and I were, you know, trying to figure out which tournaments we wanted to play. He has a lot more money than I do, so he played a lot more events than I. I just wanted to play this two hundred forty dollar. That's the buy-in, uh, two hundred thousand guarantee, which means the prize pool would would at least be two hundred thousand um, dollars. And that was last Friday. And this is a multi-day tournament, so if you make it to day two, you know, so day one's like ten hours of play. If you make it through, then you played on to day two, and then you know that's when a winner will be crowned. And there's a bunch of different starting days. There's like one A, one B, two, one uh, C, one D. So not everybody's playing at the same time. Does this make sense? Yeah. Uh, so one yeah. A, which is what I played, my flight was at noon. One uh, B would be at five o'clock, the same day on Friday. We we're going to—I was going to play on Saturday so that we could record on Friday. But then my friend suggested you should actually play Friday because that way, if you make a day two, day two will be on Sunday. Whereas if you play Saturday, you'll be playing all day Saturday and then have to play turn around and play on Sunday. You still with me? This is a lot of information coming at me. It is, and I'm sorry. And I know it's not fun, but now comes the fun part. Okay. So Friday, I go up there, Choctaw. I'm excited. Well, this is after Thursday. Um, my I think I can say his name, Nam, my, my poker buddy, was because he was up there on Thursday night to play one of the events, was like texting me and said, um, one of the guys said that the the Friday tournaments are already sold out. You might want to try and call somebody beforehand. And I was like, fuck, here's the deal, y'all. We haven't played poker in a long time because of COVID. So we no, poker players. But and you have been playing. Not not in like casino tournament style poker. We've been playing home games okay. or the Texas card house. World Poker Tour is a pretty big fucking deal. And so when uh, the tour came around, a lot more people were interested in playing than I think that they originally thought. Mm-hmm. So there is a shortage of dealers, you know, compared to how many people were playing. And so it was kind of a shit show Thursday. And the dealers were working long hours without any breaks. It was so bad that one dealer even got up and left, like quit, like mid hand was like, fuck this shit, I'm gone. So anyway, Friday, I, I go there early. I sign up, still a spot. All's good. 
I walk down Steal to the a spot. Uh, I buy I buy into the okay. tournament. I get there really early though because my because my friend said that it sold out, and so he was like, "There's really really long lines. You want to get here super early." So I did that, and so then I was just kind of walking around the casino, just trying to relax. Wait, if it's sold out, how can you buy? It in? wasn't sold out. Okay, they were they were miss they were got it, but it did turn out that so I bought in. Um, and later there was huge lines and it was so like, I think there, there was like my tournament, there was a bounty tournament and there's another tournament. There were so many people that the other events were, they canceled them like flat out because they just didn't have the capacity to, to run them. Mm-hmm. So first thing that happened is I'm chilling, I'm walking down the casino. I slip and pull my groin. Like I don't fall, but I almost do the splits. I'm like, this is fucking great. Then I, but s- you do all that stretching. I would not know. I did not stretch before going to the casino, <laughs> Megan. So anyway, so then I just plop my ass down because I've got hours before the tournament starts. So I'm just like, I'll just do some slots. So I'm sitting down in the slot. This guy from behind the slots is walking around. He's looking like around the slots. Eyes bloodshot red. This is like a... Uh, 10.30 in the morning. That sounds like the opening scene of Lethal Weapon 5. Bloodshot, bloodshot eyes, unkempt hair, sun-damaged skin, short, running shorts, huge erection in his shorts. <laughs> awesome. Huge boner. Mm-hmm. I do like, you know, elevator eyes. I see the boner. He's still walking around like, crazy. Was it, impressive? it was actually really impressive. Okay. It was, it was, he had a big, big dick was he fit he was really fit but i but it wasn't like i work out a lot fit it's like i do a lot of meth okay <laughs> so so there's just no fat here. there's no fat right but it's funny because so i'm uh, i'm at one slot machine i'm facing the guy the guy that would, would have been to the guys you know left that where we can lock eyes he notices this as well you know he sees it he mouths to me oh my god <laughs> I start laughing and I say, I know. You made a friend. I didn't make a friend. And then he scurried off and I was like, what the hell is going on Did here? Did that situation ever uh, reveal itself? No, I don't know what That's happened. It? That was it. He, he, walked, he was looking for somebody. He had a huge is. heart on and then he walked away. It was just like, this wow. is what I'm in for at the Choctaw Casino in Durant, Oklahoma. Hmm. Um, so anyway, I'm playing the tournament. My friends plays the tournament. His, his friend is playing the tournament. Um, and it goes really, really well. The first day for me goes really, really well. My friend busts out. Um, I ended up making it through to day two, but, but there was still some craziness that happened on day one. One of the women that I was playing with earlier in the day, she's an older woman. I'd say probably like, uh, say early mid fifties, but she was the type of woman and I don't fault her for this because this is like, she played the hand that she was dealt from being a woman of a certain age. Is in that a, a certain pun? Field. It's not really a pun. It, is, it is a pun. Um, so we're talking, you know, uh, low cut blouse. She's a type of woman that's like, I don't have female friends. You know, she's one yeah, of those type yeah, of women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and she's loud. She's very vocal. She was talking about how, you know, 
10 years ago, the guys when I would play poker with them would pay me $5 just to talk because I was the only lady at the table. I can't do a, a Southern accent, but you know, she's kind of like... You can do a Southern accent. You do it all the time. Do I have a Southern accent? No, but you... Oh, like Lindsey Graham? Yeah. I can't sound like a woman doing a Southern accent. What do you mean? You just said you do Lindsey Graham's accent. <laughs> but uh, so... She also, she's the type of woman that says that I'll never play the ladies events because there are some tournaments where... They get jealous. Yeah. I don't like to play against women. Anyway. There you go. She was drinking Chardonnay later in the night, you know, because when tournaments progress, you know, we started with 755 players that first night. So when when people bust out, the tables get broken down and it's a smaller and smaller field. And so we weren't, we're, you're never at the same table the entire tournament or you're usually not. It's very mm-hmm. unusual. People are moving, move to different tables all the time. So later on in the night, um, we were like at, we're at different tables, but I was close enough where I could see what's going on. That Chardonnay caught up to her. Hold on a second. What are, what are your responses to, to her statement? Oh, I don't say anything. You just, are you looking at her? No, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're across from each other, but but I don't really, you know, like smile, not, I don't ignore. And in this case, it's not rude not to respond. No, there's, okay. there are many people that don't say anything. Is she trying to her. distract you on purpose? No. Okay. She's just having a good time. Okay. She is a business owner. I know enough about her that she's wealthy. She's a business, she's having fun. She's, okay. not a, she's not a professional poker player. She's okay. having fun. Okay. Um, but later in the night, the Chardonnay caught up to her big time, and she was just fucking drunk off her ass. And so she was getting mouthy with one of the dealers, and I could hear it like drama going on at the other table with the dealer saying, you can't do that. You have to follow the rules. And she was just, you know, we just want to have fun here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so that happened. And this other guy that I was playing with who was um, – emotionally unstable busted out of the tournament and I could hear him. He stood up and say, he, he said, I just want you to know you are the worst player I have ever played with to somebody else, to the guy that buzzed him out. And I'm like, this is so awkward. So that was the first night. Well, that couldn't possibly be true <laughs> if he, if he was the one that knocked him out. Yeah. But was, then he's the worst player. Not necessarily. I mean, bad, bad players can win all the time. That's the beauty of uh, poker. <laughs> yeah, but this time this guy didn't. Like you know, uh, a hobby poker player uh, can can beat a professional. It doesn't mean they're better. It's just you know. But anyway, so I made the first day, and the way that that the tournament was structured, normally you have to like uh, the money bubble. So we we're texting this entire time. Um, normally you don't. I guess the way they do it now is, you know, every flight, depending on how many entrants there are, it's you could potentially burst the bubble, the money bubble, before the end of the night. And so that that's it. That happened in this case. So we played to, uh, to, to until only five percent of the starting players were there, and so we were at that. By the time that we were all confirmed to have made day two, we were already in the money. I was pretty short stacked, but I'm like, okay, I'm already in the money. I'm further than I ever would have ever suggested that I thought I would ever be in this tournament because this is my first long, like legit tournament. So I was happy. Day two comes around. Um, and I'm poker wise, I'm stress free because I'm so short that my only move is like fold or all in. 
And I, at this point, I'm just climbing the ladder. That's what we call it. We're climbing the ladder because, you know, the money jumps with more people. So I'm looking back because more people bust out, the more money I get. Um, but first table, woman dealer, this guy sits down and I could tell that he's fucking, he's a fucking good old boy. I don't like him. I could just tell I had bad Republican vibes from this guy. He was like in a polo, chubby. As opposed to good Republican vibes. Dorky glasses, dorky haircut. He looked like the guy kind of um, in, in uh, office space, the guy with the stapler. Milton? He looked a little bit like Milton, but but like you could tell that there was a little bit off. Something that was a little bit off about him. Well, I mean, I think that describes Milton also. Yeah. Uh, the squirrels were married. So it's a woman dealer. Guy to my left busts out. A woman sits down. And the dealer says to her, I am psychic. I just felt, I just really felt that a woman was going to sit in that, that chair. And the woman who sat down was like, great. Hopefully that means I'm going to win. Milton, well, let's call him Milton for now, and said, are you ladies going to braid each other's hair? And I was like, oh, fuck. Nah. I'm like, fuck, he's one of those. What did they say? Uh, Yes. No, the woman said, well, it's probably better because I just woke up and I didn't brush my hair at all today. (laughs) And the dealer said, I didn't either. (laughs) And so, like, they, they could take care of him. It wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Oh, and I... Also, there was a poker pro at my table. I don't know his name, but he was wearing a World Series of Poker ring and a World Series of Poker bracelet. So he's a tournament champion, but he has this emotional support dog with him, this little lap dog. Uh, The tournament director says on the microphone, "Uh, if anybody's lost a dog leash, we have it up here. Milton says, has anybody seen my wife? Waka waka. Uh, So... Oh, you. So I'm just like this fucking, this fucking asshole. And then he was joking with the, the guy next to him and using this really gay voice, you know, like the stereotypical gay voice. And so I was like, I hate this guy. The Repu- Milton, was Milton was using the gay voice, gay voice to another guy oh, and trying to make him laugh. But, you know, like, cause being gay is really, funny. it's really funny. Um, but I could tell that Milton was just a little off. He was, a. Uh, he was making jokes about stereotypes when in fact he is a stereotype. He is the closet case fucking stereotype. Like I could tell this guy is a fucking closet case. So when he busted out, uh, the poker pro busted him out and it was really dramatic. He uh, had King 10, which is not a good starting hand, but there was a 10 on there and the poker pro was chasing a flush. Flush came on the river Poker Pro jumped up and said, yeah, that's what you get for calling three bets with King 10 off suit, big boy. Big boy with a G. Is he? He's a, he's a big boy. Um, you mean like he's tall or he's, he's he He was overweight. sturdy. Not grossly overweight. He was just a sturdy boy. So like my type? Yeah, he's totally <laughs> like your type. <laughs> so uh, he gives him his chips and then Milton says something about... Uh, tells the dealer that the guy called him a bitch boy and we're all like no he didn't say bitch boy he said big boy and the guy's like i'm sorry but i would never say bitch boy <laughs> i'm i'm very sorry but i wouldn't say i wouldn't say that he's like i would never say something like that i'm sorry i shouldn't have i shouldn't have you know 
reacted the way I did, but I did not call you a bitch boy. I'm sorry. And Milton was like, that's fine, whatever. And got up and left. And I was like, fuck yeah, he's gone. I was like, I loved every second of that. That's the only time I ever spoke at the tournament when the dealer was talking. The dealer was like, I would not allow that to, to go on. And so I turned the dealer and I said, I love. So Milton was making a formal second. complaint about. Pretty much. Yeah. Can you, I mean. Oh yeah, you can do that. You can anybody, call the floor all the time. But does anybody care? Does anything yeah. happen? Oh yeah. What You're happens? not, you can get, uh, you can either get a penalty. Like let's say if, if I called another player an asshole, I could get, probably get a penalty. And if it was really, really bad, like if it's a racial slur, you get thrown out. So where's the line? I mean, he didn't say something favorable to him. Um, yeah, but it's just swears. That's really not that big of a deal. The the, the line really is swears. You're not okay. allowed to use foul language directed to a dealer or to another. Okay. So I told you that my favorite casino but poker can... that ever happened was when during one of the tournaments the guy said, "Don't ever use don't use foul language directed to another player or another dealer." And then from the other side of the room, somebody yelled, "Mother." <laughs> like right then it was perfect timing uh but you can you can do homophobic uh you're not you can't yeah i mean if i it, it's context matters context matters if he called somebody a gay slur of course i would say actually i would hope that the whole table would be like what the fuck that's not cool mm-hmm. usually we're pretty good at policing and he can ourselves. say sexist things but again there's a line you know Right. And something like, are you girls going to braid your hair? It doesn't really cross the line. It's annoying, but they could take, they could, you know. That's not the point if they can take it or not. It's a self, it's, we police ourselves for the most part. Mm. Now, if he had told her, you know, that mouth should be around my dick, that would have crossed the line. He would have to say wiener because he can't (laughs) say dick. Anything like that would have crossed the line. Okay. Anyway, so long story short, out of 2,956 players, I busted in 70th place. That's great. Which is really good. I outlasted TJ Cloutier, who's a poker pro from a very famous poker player um, from Texas originally. He plays around. He he actually lives in Richardson um, for uh, over $1,200. Well done, young man. So the thing that's happening tomorrow, is that also? No, it's just a home game. So you're finished with that? Yes, my World Poker Tour. I mean, the event's still going on. The main event, I think, starts either tonight or tomorrow. So, I mean, it's they're there for a whole other week. Mm-hmm. But but my World Poker days this, this season Have are over. Have come to a conclusion. Yeah. yeah, my friends were trying to get me to go and do the... Because, you know... I can't afford over three grand to go into a poker tournament, but they have a lot of satellite events, which is, you know, you pay a hundred dollars and then instead of winning a cash prize at the end, you get a ticket into like the main event. Kind of like that. But I don't like the drive to Choctaw and I really don't like Choctaw. Windstar is a lot nicer than Choctaw. I think like the clientele is totally different. I drove past that, uh, Choctaw casino on the way to Arkansas. Oh, it's it's in a it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I, it. Windstar is more fun. It's it, didn't make it me just feel seems warm. a lot more fun. It's a lot larger. The people that go there are having a good time. I've never seen a meth head with a big boner at Windstar hmm. <laughs> ever. <laughs> and that was only my second time at Win- at Choctaw, and I saw that. Well, so bizarre. Maybe you just got lucky that day. Maybe 
Maybe that never happens. <laughs> but the oh my God recognition from a stranger was like really wonderful. That was funny. And you never you never spoke to that guy again. No. We could have been friends. Yeah, you could have been. Could have been best friends. I wonder what Milton's up to right now. That guy better not be Probably married. masturbating and crying. Oh, God. I, also, I saw Action Ashley up at... at uh, Choctaw, she was playing too. She's a very conservative poker pro that lives in Texas, who's a real fun to be around on Twitter. I think she's, I think she uh, went to private, so I can't see the crazy shit that she says anymore. <laughs> it's great to have women in poker, but you know, hopefully one that's not a Bible thumping, you know. Sorry. Lady, gal. So, Bible thumping lady that thinks that Trump's the real leader. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I, I'm I'm almost positive that I was exposed to COVID over last week. Thank God I'm vaxxed and waxed and relaxed because it's so people are so gross. People are so gross, Megan. People do not wash their hands when they go after they go to the restroom. I'm not sure who you think you're talking to. You know, I mean, do women do that too? Because I mean, whenever I'd be washing my hands and guys would be you know leaving, not washing their hands, like they they. Deuced. Um, they turded. <laughs> Still, ugh. like, just. Ugh. And I'm like, I'm playing poker with these guys, which means that their turd licking hands are on those Ew. chips that I'm going to be. You didn't have to say that. So gross. People are ugh. so gross. Why did, say, why did you say turd licking? I don't know. It just came <laughs> to my mind. Oh, Lord. Uh, I have a dirty experience. soul, Megan. <laughs> yeah, you do. In my experience, um, uh, this this may be anecdotal, and I mean, I don't have any empirical evidence. I haven't done a study. Um, there's been no peer review of my data, but um, I feel like a lot of women—not a lot—some women. Um, will wash their hands if they feel if they know that other women are in the are, bathroom. Gonna, yeah. But if they f- if they come in and it's quiet, um, and they think they're alone, sometimes they just don't. I, mean, I wash my hands at home. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. Where sometimes you are. I don't know if I'm peeing though, because my penis isn't dirty. But I guess I probably still because the the handle yeah i'm not one of those yellow let it mellow people that mm. still grosses me out i was during the freeze <laughs> you didn't really have much of a choice no you were really everything something. was mellow during the freeze i learned exactly <laughs> how much water it takes <laughs> to do various normal everyday household remember what i told you to pee in activities. a pee in a uh Bucket? Bucket and just fling it out into the backyard. And fling it into, yeah, into the just alley. Just fling it over your neighbor's fence. That's, they deserve it. They do deserve <laughs> it. That's true. Um, but I didn't, I didn't do that because I've, I've got a lot of Puritan shame when it comes yeah. to human waste. And so. Me too. Me too. I feel bad about talking shit about Action Ashley because I don't know her, even though I was in the same room with her. And she seems like a perfectly nice lady. Young That's woman. That's they get you. Yeah. I just know from her Twitter statements. Action. Probably, that's her poker nickname. Action, Action Ashley. Ashley. Yeah. 
It sounds like a not a sexual thing. It sounds like a like a Christian porn star name. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like how it's like watered down. Like if you get Christian rock, it's some like generic, like bottom of the grocery shelf uh, brand. Maybe. Or a stunt woman. Yeah, but I feel like it's not very cool. I feel like stunt, like real stunt women are probably very cool. Okay. I'm going to say, okay, this is the last talking shit I'm going to do. Why? For Action Ashley. Because I don't know and I feel bad. I'd hate if somebody heard this and be like... She calls herself Action. Well, this is... I I, I feel like that poker nickname is a poker nickname that she gave herself. And I could be wrong. I don't know where it came from. Somebody else could have... You know, because she's very loose at the poker table. Not a sexual (laughs) innuendo, meaning that she gives a lot of action. Also not a sexual innuendo. I... There are no coincidences, John. <laughs> this is a string of non-sexual innuendos that happen to sound exactly like yeah. sexual innuendos. So I'm not sure what to well, think. Well, see, anymore. I'm a tight player, <laughs> and there are some loose players. Yeah, I'm a tight, aggressive player. Uh huh. There are loose, aggressive players. There are yeah. loose, passive players. Are you a top player? Um, I will play with the top percentage of hands <laughs> Man. anyway it's a lot of fun sorry to bore you all with poker talk it wasn't it wasn't boring um uh you held my interest with the non-sexual innuendos <laughs> good good job has anybody seen my wife and he like looked around he looked around for somebody to like laugh nobody laughed maybe it was he was really awkward maybe he was really asking like no nah, he was there with my two, wife who's there are two men I'm kidding. Okay. Um, but he was insinuating that he has his wife on a leash. His That's, wife. If this man has a wife, he does not allow her to leave the house. I cannot imagine. Nor does any. she want to yeah. leave with him. Maybe on her own it's in a, the middle of the night. It does make with me her sad suitcase. when there are horrible men like that, that there are people that fuck them. Uh, it makes me sad. Well, horrible men like that create a population of people or they let's see they help develop a population of people who storm the capital on january 6th or that yeah to fuck them i assure you creating their own market i assure you if he has a daughter he's going to be taking to her to that daddy daughter promise ring fucking bullshit dance gross that's so gross who Okay. Gross, so gross. Just to clarify, your dad takes you to a dance when you're a child, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, gives you a ring. A promise ring. Uh, in which you promise not to bang it out yeah. with anyone. Anyone. Including him? Or? Including him. Okay. Until you're married. Right. So by by giving you a ring, he's basically telling he's you that you're you. married. Oh, I think he's just bribing you. I don't know if those rings are. Oh yeah, you're married really to God. We should cash look it value. up. What's promise rings? Right. Um uh, well it's ownership, right? It's something. This is a ring I'm giving you. Uh you belong to me. Uh so don't keep that pussy clean and to yourself. Don't be sampling that merchandise to anyone until I approve of someone to whom uh, you can pass that ring or who can replace that ring with 
hopefully something of a little more uh, girth monetary value. Yeah. Or I, was, that. I was just talking about rings. Not penises. Uh, a promise ring is given and worn as an outward symbol of commitment and fidelity to another person. Why are promise rings bad? For some people, promise rings aren't a sign of bad luck, and the promise is believed to be a token of someone's affection. If not, uh, that's bullshit. Why are promise rings given by dads? Is a promise ring dumb? This is probably going to say, <laughs> no, it's not. The best thing in the world. How else are you going to go to heaven? Jesus doesn't let whores into heaven. Ask, ask the Google why promise rings are given by dads. Okay, hold on. It seems very inappropriate. Why are promise rings given by... The first one that popped up is God. <laughs> <laughs> Who got a ring from God? <laughs> That would be worth something. Oh, uh, abstinence, or maybe we're looking at the wrong thing. Abstinence or chastity, when given by a parent to a child, promise rings are also called purity rings. That's so wrong. Ew. And symbolize the commitment to remain, to remain celibate until marriage. Why? Why? Just so they don't have to finance and raise a grandchild? Oh, okay. This is a little bit more, a better explanation. This is from that dadblog.com. This ring is to symbolize my commitment as her dad to continue to show her how she should expect to be treated by those she dates and eventually the man she chooses to marry. By giving her a symbol of ownership to wear. Who wears the ring? Maybe dad should wear the ring, right? Okay, this one from 2013. Dads giving promise rings to daughters are more creepy than sweet. Thank you. The whole thing about purity is is wrong, too. And I even like some of the language, like when you're around, uh, uh, like when you're talking to people if they're drug and disease free, if you say I'm clean, like that's wrong, too. Yeah. To, to symbolize that you, you know, are dirty. Otherwise, it's right. wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what is the... What is the appropriate term if someone is drug free now? Like what? What? I don't know. I always struggle with what to say. I just say I'm I'm sober, but uh, but that even has a wrong connotation because then people think that I'm I had a problem with sobriety, which wasn't completely untrue, just not quite as bad as what you know. Mm-hmm. Dirty. Yeah. Impure. Impure Purity thoughts. Ring. Purity rings. Uh so okay, what so going back though, so a promise ring is actually it's I mean, let's be real. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about uh women giving these to men. That's no, not how it goes. Of course not. It's 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 Well, the, but it's said from one person to another. Like let's let's not pretend here. It's the onesie twosies. Boys are supposed to get all the you know, try to get it as much as they can and all the right. girls are supposed to try and keep it away from the boys as much as they can. It's so stupid. Um so it's really like a cheapskate uh non committal engagement ring. It's a symbol. That's all it is. Isn't that what it is? But I mean, I'm sure in certain circles, just as a custom, based on the people that you are around, your community, you have to do that probably to your child. You know what I mean? 
because then the Smiths will think like, that Jocelyn, she doesn't have a promise ring, you know? Do you think? Oh, I, I assure you. Do you think like a of whole course, congregation of church of people in the members? suburbs? Fuck yeah, all around that daddy daughter dance. Ooh, because uh, isn't that when they give them? Man, I don't fucking know. I I didn't know that the other part of at least from that dad blog saying that it's so that the father's supposed to be showing an example of what a good man is to the daughter what, what to, to look expect. out for yeah what to expect from an owner but most fathers are awful too i'm sorry i'm speaking from personal experience <laughs> maybe. i'm sure they're my friend rick is a wonderful father and quite a handsome daddy i would in a heartbeat i love you rick there are uh i'm sure all dads are bad in some ways and good in others could you imagine if your dad gave you a promise or a- <laughs> Dude, that would mean acknowledgement of my <laughs> vagina, and my dad will never. So, he. I went to a father-daughter dance once, and it was just very... We were both very uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, I imagine. And the only time I ever danced with my mother was at my aunt's wedding. Well, my dad did cry once, though, at my cousin Nini's wedding. Uh, he said... Uh, he asked me if I wanted to dance and I was like, okay. Cause I was drinking and he said something like, when you were little, you asked me if you wanted to dance, if I wanted to dance. And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts to cry, oh. like not sobbing, but I could tell that he was tearing mm-hmm. up. And he had a moment. And he said, I wish I hadn't done that. That's sweet. But now that I say it out loud, like, that was really funny. Yeah. Well, it's also kind of sweet. A five-year-old asks you, do you, Dad, do you want to dance? <laughs> You're like, nah. That's like Wiener Dog. <laughs> You're a Wiener that's Dog amazing. from Welcome to the Dollhouse. Maybe that's where I got my... <laughs> yeah. I got my but, funny. I mean, my father, I don't think, has ever really admitted the mistake, so... Mm. Or regret. Oh. I think, actually, no, I think he might have, and I, I just might have... <laughs> blocked it out so well, he can tell it to jesus yeah when he gets to the gates yeah uh do we want to, um i don't i just i was just thinking bill gates and then i was thinking computers <gasps> we could talk and bill I was, gates i think i have a hot take about bill gates and that other guy the virgin guy branson if that's Richard his name branson. yeah the guy with the suntan uh that's yeah it's weird and then bezos and Bezos going up to space and his, yeah. and his uh, what do you think about it do you care about going to space fuck no man I don't care either I don't even like to fly on a plane oh no I mean I don't care about them going to space on their own money I don't give a shit uh I think it's it's their money they can do with what they want it's the, a it's a pretty spectacular show of yeah. um Trump ain't going to space. <laughs> of like... Could you imagine Trump just, going to space in a little man, suit? Man, I fucking wish he would go to goddamn space. Um, it just, it's just such a disgusting show of like, uh, like, look how much money I have. Also, uh, I've got the biggest dick because I rode it into space. Mm-hmm. Like who got there first? Branson went first. So what but is he that? He wasn't mean? really in space. He just like 
got up close to space. Was he not really in space? I guess he wasn't technically in space. See, I uh, I don't like spaceships, so I didn't read a lot of detail about these ventures. But did you want to talk about um, Bill Gates being a womanizer or I get them a all confused? Hound? Is Bill Gates the one who was in space too? No. <laughs> Oh no! Bill Bill and Linda Gates Foundation. They're the ones that are splitting up. Bill Gates is Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. But the other guy's splitting up too. The one that rode up into space. Bezos is already split up. Yeah, the Bezos we we learned out has a big dick. Uh, Bezos's ex wife is dating like a high school, and she's given all this money to charity. She's doing it right. She's she's living the dreams of, of many people. I mean, when My it comes to ex husband launched himself <laughs> into space, that would be pretty amazing. I mean, I definitely feel like they should be paying more in taxes since it looks like they're not paying anything right in taxes. Yes, but when it comes to them doing crazy shit with their money, if I mean, it would be great if they donate a lot to charity and help their community out. But you know, I mean, fuck it. What do I know? I don't care. I just don't care. Well, in the end, it doesn't really matter if we care or not yeah um i shouldn't use amazon as much as i i should or as much as i do yeah i've i feel guilty about it but not guilty enough to go to the grocery store by myself yeah we're Um, part of the problem i know i've known that for quite some time yeah no bill gates uh they're getting divorced Mm -hmm. but he everybody's getting divorced well nini got divorced yeah, I mean, that was a little while ago. Yeah, but it's just funny that your father was crying at his wedding and he got divorced. Is it funny? That's why I feel like funny, sad, funny. That's why I feel like marriage contracts should be contracts that are like five years long with an option to renew. So it's too much pressure. That's not, that's not a bad idea. It's really actually. too much pressure to be like, you're going to... I mean, I know my grandparents, well, my mother's parents are still married. But I can't think of any other marriage besides, I guess, Rick's still married, but but his wife was married before him. You know what I mean? It's too much pressure. I told you my... Uh, Five years, option to renew. I didn't realize that both my parents had been divorced from other people before that. they married e- each other. I didn't find that out till I was 17 and my grandmother accidentally told me. Why would they care? I, I guess know. it's a different time, different people. I'm sure my parents For an exchange they did student knew. I didn't know. <laughs> So Bill Gates, uh, let's see, conversation has taken a sadder, more sordid turn as reports of Bill's alleged behavior over the years have come out. This is Vanity Fair. Of course, of course. I think you didn't think that Melinda really think that Bill didn't fuck anybody else. And how long were they married? I mean, I thought he didn't fuck anybody at all because that guy does not look like he fucks. You know what I mean? (laughs) Everybody fucks, Megan. No. Uh, He would he would like uh, creep on uh, female employees. Oh, of course. He would touch a tit. Like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, my hand slipped. Yeah, so, like, like a Harvey Weinstein esque, but probably not that severe. If there's, I mean, I don't know, is is he Harvey Weinstein? Because uh, that would be, I mean, I would think bigger news. If I mean, he was I, I don't know how people. you quantify severity. Rape. 
Oh, yeah. Force penetration. Oh, sorry. I, I thought we were just talking about harassment. Only harassment. That's no, I mean, not what I mean. It's not good, but, but I mean, you know, um, there has to be shades of gray. Yeah, I didn't read anything about Bill Gates raping people. <laughs> then again. Did he have a rape room uh, in his Microsoft office? A locked door. Uh, I mean, I suspect if he had tried to rape someone, they maybe would have laughed at him and... <laughs> And walked away. I, I, I'm sorry. That's. I know. I, I know. We're, 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 we're going down a bad path. The joke there really is that Bill Gates looks like uh, someone who wouldn't know how to have sex if he took a college course on it. He's a little bit like Mitch McConnell in that. Give me a pusher. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I just, I can't imagine. I cannot imagine Mitch McConnell like fucking. I, I can't imagine his pelvic thrusting a penis into anybody. I couldn't I just until just now when you said it like that and how I can. And Ooh, could you imagine his face? I haven't he's in heard anything from that sourpuss in a while. Oh, he just he has said a he has, uh, uh, said something about uh, all right, polio. I like vaccines. Take your vaccine. <laughs> Be like me. Be like me. I know what <laughs> vaccines are good for you. Oh, what I, a cock. It's so weird that I work with so many people that I don't think have taken the vaccine and I'm trying not to judge them. I'm like, really? You? We can judge them a little bit, right? I know HR said, don't judge. Don't say anything. <laughs> they literally said, do not say it. Do not make any comments at all. If you see a coworker that's, you know. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I mean, I mean, we didn't have a choice when we were little. You want to go to elementary school you're gonna get your fucking shot oh yeah yeah and nobody made a big deal about it i don't think uh we're too young why are they making big deals about this one i don't think it's just this one um some of the arguments i've heard is that it was developed too quickly that's lie um well i'm i'm not saying that they're truths um but these are defenses that can be heard from people um and then there's the the microchip that they are the why are people magnetic now? What? That nurse had said that that it makes people magnetic. Oh. And she's like literally said spoons stick to the people's foreheads and like that's just your sweaty face. That seems like a ass. really easy Dis- thing to disprove. Falsehood to disprove. Yeah. Like, hey, idiot, why don't you walk through a metal detector and see if you make it bing, 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 because I bet you, you won't. My friend Georgie had a magnet implanted uh, in his finger. I asked him the same question. He said, because then I can pick small metal things up. Is he in a field where he has to pick up small metal things? Because that could actually kind of be, I guess, convenient. I don't think so. I think it was just for leisure. He works at the jet propulsion labs, but I don't think that that's a requirement hmm. to work there that you can pick up a paper clip without pinching it between it be your cool fingers. If you had like a, if you had the, you know, like a, a nine volt battery, if you put your tongue up against the, the thing and you get a, like a little shock, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. It'd be cool if you could get that on your fingers and if you put your tongue against both your fingers to make the cunnilingus gross thing, if you could also shock yourself. Would it be cool? I think it would be cool. Why? I don't know. Just something different. Pretend you have superpowers. You it could like put your tongue in between my fingers. Doesn't feel very good though. Put, put your tongue between my fingers. 
<laughs> Stick your tongue out. <laughs> no. I can't see you allowing anyone to do that anyway. Yeah. Definitely not you. You definitely... Do you ever suck somebody's finger when you're in the middle of coitus? Why do they do that? They stick your their thumb in your mouth. Like, why? And then, like, idiots, we suck it. Why do we suck on people's thumbs? Mm. You've sucked a thumb before, Megan. Yeah, surely. Why? Um... I don't know. It's because it would it would dis- be impolite to say don't put your fucking thumb in my mouth. I don't know where your thumb's been. Um, I don't know if that's the issue. It's just that it's you're in the moment. Yeah, I'm. It, it seems like a very small price to pay if that's going to um, to help someone uh, maintain their erection. I guess I'll do it. Um, if I care about the re- <laughs> erection, that is erection. Um, the the um, I know that's. Have you ever sucked a toe? I don't think so. I haven't. Um, nor have I been. Nor has that been offered to me. Yeah. Um, I think that would be so uh, disruptive to the flow that that I would laugh. That I that I couldn't even stop myself from being impolite. Yeah, it's like I know that feet are probably more clean than hands, but I find them more disgusting. I just couldn't imagine sucking a toe. I just don't see what is sensual about yeah. a foot. But so a lot of people do. I know. They love it. There's a they fucking love it. A big population of people yeah. that do. Um. There was a guy at a bar once. I was there with a boyfriend or I don't know, somebody, some dude I went to a bar with. Uh, There was, we were sitting outside and I was wearing uh, sandals and this guy at the other table was staring at my feet. (laughs) He was like, you have amazing arches. Can I take photos of your feet? And I was like, if you want to pay, I... I guess he's like, okay, here's my number. Uh, I have a studio. And I was like, okay. Did you do it? I'll give you a jingle. No, of course I didn't oh, do why it. Why not? Uh, because that's how people get murdered and then raped. No. I'm sure it was a very legit operation. He had a studio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in his fucking basement in Champaign, Illinois. Yeah, take a friend with you. I remember when I did that uh, with Ryan Obermeyer when I was in um, high school. I worked at that camera shop Mm -hmm. and there was this dude that always came in um, and would chat me up and he he brought film in all the time. And I was like, oh, you're here again. He's I'm a professional photographer. That's cool. Um, And uh, he's like, I really like your because I at the time I thought I was off Mm -hmm. so he was talking to me about that he's like i really i really would love to take your photo um let's do a a modeling session i was like ah you know and and being a polite teenager i'm like okay um so he's like here's my address show up at this time on this day um and then we'll drive out to the cemetery together the one in oaklawn the um, big uh, Jewish f- cemetery. Um, and uh, so I 
decided that I would take Ryan with me. <laughs> it's kind of like when you took him car shopping too. Yeah, this was more <laughs> successful though. Um, because uh, when we showed up, his this guy's smile went to a frown very quickly. <laughs> He's like, oh, was this your ride? I was like, no, this is my friend. He's coming with us. He's like, oh, and he was just sour the entire time having me like hide behind headstones. And <laughs> I think I have copies of that somewhere. It was so ridiculous. You need it. Give it to me so I can put it on Instagram. We need oh, more content. Yeah. We it's, need content. It's so ridiculous. And they're not even professional looking photos. Of course not. It's garbage. I think that was not that was not a legit operation. Correct. You're yeah. right. Um, I will look for those. That would yeah. be a fun thing to post. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm going to have to ask Ryan if he remembers that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he does. Surely. He's got a pretty good memory. Well, you're ready to wrap it up. Yeah, I think it's time. It's time. Um, what was our song of the week? Do you remember? <laughs> Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> Flower oh, time. Pippi Longstocking is coming into your world. A something red freckled face girl. Don't you, you know? Wa- you wanna love something, da, something, da, something, da, da, something to be around. Uh song is It Should Have Been Fun by Pip Blom, not Pippi Longstocking. Pippi Longstocking. If I go to sleep with that song in my head, I'm. I'm uh, I mean, hate I myself. need to. Whenever I hear them, I need to actually listen to them to get. Can we? Before we go, let's just. I want to see how far off we were wrong. Okay, you do it. You do the how, how you remember it, I, and I'll do how I remember it. What do you mean? How you remember the theme song of Paper Longstocking? I'm just curious to see Pepe how. Longstocking is coming into your town. Is it town? I thought it was world. It's probably world. Okay. It, maybe it's both. Okay, keep going. Something, something kind of girl you want to love. <laughs> it might be you want to know. I thought it, it is you got to know. Um, the kind you want to be around or something like that. See, I think Pippi Longstocking is coming into your world. A something, something freckled girl you want to know. Do, 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 you do, 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 know. Okay. Pippi Longstocking thing. Was it the cartoon or I thought it was a movie? It was a movie. It was King. a movie for sure. Intro. Who song. was that even? Um, I don't know. I think that's the only role she really had. I mean, it, it's hard to break out of that role. See, it keeps on. Okay, here we go. You ready? Yeah. It's three minutes long. Shit. Well, you don't have to. I hope it speeds up. Is this it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you were right. I think it goes on to worlds. Dreams, dreams, 
Okay, that's enough what, out of you. What a delightful <laughs> slice of nostalgia there at the end. Wow. Yeah, I hope you all have a great week, and we'll be back next week. We swear this time. <laughs> Ooh, that was a remake, by the way. The original was 1969. Wow, 69. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.